Good morning. Welcome to the Food Connected Podcast. This is Lonnie Sweet. I'm sitting here in beautiful Palm Beach, uh, the Four Seasons at Palm Beach for the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival with my good friend David Sabin, the founder of the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival. David, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Good morning, good morning. So he's also uh, the founder of Brickhouse PR, correct? Yep, Brickhouse. And um, is a client with his wife, Lindsay Autry. Um, and has been a good friend, you know, for a long time since I've gotten into this industry. So uh, I'm excited to be sitting down here. He was gracious enough to welcome me down to Palm Beach to uh, do a handful of interviews during this week. And so just kind of want to kick it off and say, "What's up, man?" Well, yeah. Well, what's going on? Let's uh, let's at least first talk about this beautiful weather. Like we are sitting here on the oceanfront at the Four Seasons Resort, Palm Beach, looking at just a beautiful, beautiful day. The ocean, the palm trees, the looks like a lot of lounge chairs that are empty for us to go and grab, grab some sun afterwards. So I did jump my ass into the ocean this morning. Did you? What time? I was in the ocean. My alarm was at 640. The sun was coming up then. Before I showered, I got my ass down there, jumped in the ocean. Like I try whenever I try, whenever I come to places like this. I feel like I have to get in the ocean. Well, see, the only thing I heard wrong with that was you set your alarm. Well, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be a responsible adult. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really go out late last night. I was in bed before 11 o'clock. Like, I, I feel like I've got a busy day today. I feel like yeah. I need to actually act like an adult. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, well, listen, tomorrow, hopefully you don't set that alarm. I don't think I'm going to set the I might do. I might because I don't have a full day here tomorrow. I might set the alarm, still jump in the water. It's Listen. There's nobody out there right now, right? So this is like the best time of the day where there's nobody in the ocean. And it's like, mid-morning. It's, I mean, it's... it's Mid-morning, yeah. 9, 20 in the morning. Oh, listen, when you're up since like 6 or 5 or me, I just had a... My wife and I, we just had a baby, you know, five weeks old. You know, to me, it's like already... I've already had the whole day. <laughs> That's the whole point. Yeah. As you get older and the kids get a little bigger, it changes yeah. a little bit. So yeah. listen, before we get jump into this, and, and I really just wanted to kick it off, can you just... Can you just talk about the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival? I, w- I just I want everybody to understand why you started it, right? Because this is what the thirteenth year. This is thirteen. It's a long ass time ago. Yeah. Right. And and I can tell you from doing small events on my own, it's a fucking pain in the ass. And so I want you to just talk about kind of the inception, why you did it, how it's, and then how it's kind of grown over the years. I think that's really important to kind of understand yeah for sure and so like inception 2007 we had a client um it was a uh shopping center on worth avenue this um idea of doing a food and wine festival um you know was something that was new to south florida um you know just in general it wasn't before you know the bigger food and wine festivals kind of came into the scene before south beach this is probably two years after okay so, uh, so i think south beach is like 15 be- or 16 not, become a big deal yet. not a big deal it was something i had gone to i'm a miami boy had moved a uh, transplant that moved to palm beach and you know i went to fiu um i saw how they grew from the parking lot you know lee schrager's you know i still credit him as inspiration you know he's uh he's the the godfather in the festival culinary scene and um so i had this like you know just this desire to kind of do something that was you know not similar but you know another version of and so 2007 it was a client again on worth avenue that uh, was looking for a series of events 
um, throughout the year. And so we came up with an orchid festival. We came up with a... Orchid a like the flowers? Orchid like the flowers. Nice. Uh, came up with a fashion, you know... Yeah, not a festival, but a fashion event. And December became the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival. And so that first year was um, was definitely the biggest learning curve for me. And so I remember, you know, we had 30 restaurants that we thought, and, and still a lot of them participate today, um, are the best of what Palm Beach is. And so it's the Breakers or the Four Seasons or... Um, at the time, it was the Ritz, and which is now the O Palm Beach. And so we had some of these restaurants that typically wouldn't participate in off-property events that were now involved. And I could tell you, you know, that first year, we ran out of forks. We ran out of plates. We ran out of napkins. We, you know, basically, I remember hauling trash myself. Um, I remember you know, trying to keep an eye on the, you know, at that those days before our sophisticated ticketing system, we were taking cash at the door and I was trying to make the world sure. world was very different 13 years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, completely different. I mean, even social media was not, you know, a platform to be able to even market an event. So it was, it was really. There was no, there was no Instagram then, right? No Instagram. I don't even know Facebook. Facebook was, was not started. around. I mean, maybe it was around, but, you know, it Twitter was still. Twitter and MySpace? Twitter, yeah, but like the thing is, is like people in the area aren't tweeting. Like we're not in a very. I don't even know if tweeting was a word back then. Oh, Twitter was yeah. there, but I think it yeah. was something different. Right? Um, it was all about the characters, you right. know, and it's like That's you know right. trying to come up with this like you know 140 character type thing. Right. So, um, so it was it was you know it was definitely a learning lesson, and so um, we, we did that event for about uh, three or four years, and. Um, you know, I think what I ran into was talking to brands. You know, I had this like kind of larger than like, you know, life approach to how we can develop it. And I'll actually give the credit to KitchenAid. And so KitchenAid, I, I called them for two years and I basically said like, hey, I want to get you involved. And, you know, until I finally got the right person on the phone and they basically told me, you know, you're, you're a three hour event, you know, in the middle of December and, and maybe you do have the right demographic, but for us to invest the, the, the cost of shipping our staging and getting involved, you know, there's like, and there's no guarantee because the event was outside, like that you're not going to be rained out. Right. And it was for me, it was like a reality check. And I was like, okay, that, that makes a whole lot of sense. And so, um, year five, um, we, uh, as a way to celebrate the five-year anniversary, I decided to kind of tap some of our hotel relationships and, and really broaden the community involvement. And um, we became a five-evening event that year, which was 2011. And um, we did a, a, uh, an event at the Four Seasons. We did an event at the Breakers. We did an event which was... Um, uh, at, at a new restaurant called Bukan, we did um, a an event at uh, with uh, Danielle Balud at his Brazilian Court or Cafe Balud, which is at uh, the Brazilian Court, and we kept our you know our big tasting event that was on Worth Avenue, and and that became our grand tasting, and um, and we did that event. It was it was a success, and you know I really. It was hard to, you know, go from zero to 60, you know, create a five day event with literally zero budget. 
And, um, you know, basically, um, you know, we started listening to the guests and we're asking them like, hey, what are things that you would like to see as part of this event? You know, as well as like trying to like, you know, understand food trends. And so the following year, um, actually, we did a uh, our started our, our kids kitchen. Um, we did a farm event, and that's actually how I met my, or connected with my wife. I had known her. She'd been involved in the event for several years. So she's a rock star. Uh, I was a rock star chef. And, um, and that year, we honored uh, Cereal uh, from Le Cirque. And, you know, just having, you know, the Jock Torres and Danielle Balud and David Burke and, you know, Mark Murphy and all these amazing chefs that were, you know, that were participating were you know previous alumni or, or close friends of Sirio involved um, having a room filled with you know Fabio Viviani and Kevin Spraga and Robert Irvine and, and seeing these chefs like put on their like formal wear and, and like get excited to be part of this like special moment of honoring Sirio was this is like still one of those moments that you know to me was one of the highlights of you know the Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival over 13 years, and so every year we kind of you know change things up. We do things a little bit differently. Um, you know we're at the point now today that uh, going into year 13, we're about 19 events over four days. Awesome. Um, we're still you know our the Four Seasons is our home base. We have probably 50 plus you know chefs that are staying here on property it's not far-fetched that you run into uh, jose garces and you know checking into the lobby or you know ashley christensen like grabbing breakfast at uh you know their restaurant floris downstairs um and it's just you know it has become like the what i like to you know a winter break for chefs you know and i think that um you know knowing how busy a lot of chefs are you know, at this time of the year, I think it's like the little disconnect. I think it's a way for them to balance like, you know, the craziness between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's a so busy time for chefs. For it's sure. definitely yeah. a busy time for chefs. And we're obviously very appreciative of the time that they're taking to be here. And, you know, it's sort of an honor that they look forward to the event as much as they do on a year to year basis. And I mean, so you know, Steven Shujewski from New Orleans, you know, he's been coming since 2011. You know, Mike Lada from Charleston, he's been involved since 2012. Uh, Danielle Balud, I mean, I mean, he is, you know, not only, you know, a legend chef, but has supported the event since 2011. And so I think there's just that um, nostalgic, you know, hey, this is this is what how I, you know, treat myself at the end of the year. You know, it's a festival that isn't really um, driven on overly committed, you know, schedule. So there's probably more mix of, you know, um, you know, relaxation and, and being able to enjoy themselves than there is like, you know, in the kitchen. Um, a good, a still a, a very good, you know, balance of it. But, you know, we do a fishing tournament that's geared towards hey, are, are the chefs, you know, going to go out there and catch? We do a chef welcome party. This will be our, our I want to say it's our probably our ninth year doing a chef welcome party. I mean, we just want the chefs to come. You know, we want to showcase, like, the best of Palm Beach. There's not chefs that are, you know, featured stations that you may see at other events. This, this, is, this is for them. What's interesting about it is that, <clears throat> obviously, 
you know, I've got a lot of clients that get invited to a lot of festivals. Since 13 years ago to now, the reason why they go to festivals has drastically changed, and their interest in going to festivals has drastically changed. I think 13 years ago, people looked at it, or chefs looked at it as a way to put asses in seats, right? Because there wasn't this massive ability to reach their own audience. And so the fact, and it's, it's not that way anymore, right? I think that, you know, we get calls from festivals all around the country. Most of the times, they're not paying guys. Well, let, let's, and let's be fair. You told me no for years. 100%. You know, there, you know our relationship Absolutely. started with you telling me no. And, you know, the thing for me was, you know, I never took no well, for I'm an also, answer. I'm also a dick, right? That's part of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. But, you know, a great friendship for us has come out of it. You know, obviously, we have a working relationship now. We're part of, you know, the connected group and, you know, to, you know, the the value you've brought to us in terms of understanding you know business and you know when i say we i mean mostly my wife um chef lindsay autry if you're listening um but uh you know i think that uh you know you weren't wrong for saying no you know you wouldn't be wrong for saying no today i mean we you know quite candidly we were not in a position to um, to still pay chef talent you know that's just not in the deck of cards that we've been dealt and you know, well, you've I think been smart. What I was going to say though is, you, despite that, you still get a really good, solid group of chefs. Now, here, here's what I will say. What I, I, mean, I love about your lineup is that you've got real chefs here, right? Like you mentioned, Mike Lotta and Ashley Christensen. Forge is here. You, know, you got Jonathan Sawyer coming. You've got some of the best restaurant chefs in the country. That listen, this is the hardest time to take them out of their kitchen, right? The holiday season is. The craziest time for any restaurant, right? I know why they come here, right? Is you're sitting at the Four Seasons on the beach. It is a getaway. You've been very smart about that. And, and, and listen, shows getting people down here. Like my guess is, you know, Mark came down with his wife and his son, right? My guess is next year they're going to have a good time. It's going to be a weekend they show all. Like this is a good weekend for them. Yeah. I mean, he was actually coming. Uh, he was scheduled to come last year. Yeah, of course, baby. the baby was through the plans off. But, you know. He probably didn't know that uh, he was he was uh, during the weekend he was going to turn forty, and that we had a fun like fortieth right. celebration planned for him because obviously we we I don't like to do nice things for him like uh, that. well yeah. you know but you know it's just something nice. that we do it's something that we think of and we think about that chef experience because when I when I you know think about how we designed the festival and you know we put a whole lot of thought into it it's really. Sh- in in this order, chef experience, you know, we want to make sure that they're having a great time, you know, partner, sponsor experience. We want to make sure they're, you know, seeing the value and the, the you know, the continued involvement, um, the relationship building that, you know, that I think any partner looks for in a, in a festival like this. It's it's super critical to us. And, and I hate to say this, but then it's guest experience. You know, those are the three. You know, well, I think if those first, I think if those first two are aligned, the third one is a no-brainer. Yeah. If you keep a chef happy during the week and you keep them satisfied, and your partner, your partners are as happy as well, it inevitably ends up trickling down to the guest experience, right? If you get a pissed-off chef walking into an event with a chip on their shoulder, it is going to reflect on the on the guest. If you have somebody walking in that's happy, well rested, enjoyed their day, had a great fishing trip able to jump in the ocean, was able to bring their family, like, they're going happy. Yeah. I mean, that, the, that's the, I mean, that's life, right? I mean, at the end of the day. And so 
it trickles down. You know, it's funny, you know, to that respect. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to, you know, seem like egotistical about this, but we've never, you know, some of those chefs that get, you know, and some do a reputation of being, you know, really high maintenance yep. or hard to deal with or very difficult. We don't experience that. You know, I feel like maybe it's the sunshine in December. Maybe it's the fact that they're, you know, leaving, you know, where they where they are in life. And the, you know, we did 600 reservations for Thanksgiving. And I, I, I mean, I could understand the the, the pressure Restaurant that they're stuff. in. And, you know, we've not experienced the, the hard, you know, to to deal with, you know, chef. What we have dealt with, and because it's, you know, we, uh, I guess, would consider ourselves a very boutique event, it's, you know, how do you, who do you invite back? And that becomes our biggest thing is because we, you know, although, you know, some people doesn't work for their schedule and, you know, we are continuously, like, relentless to, to keep asking and inviting people that we think would be a good fit, um, you know, I think that, you know, we, as a, as a, as a group, have been have been fortunate um, that a lot of chefs who come want to come back. So, like you know, again, our relationship started probably like five or six years ago. Me trying to invite you know Forgione to come and be part of the event, and um, you know, for a number of reasons, it didn't make sense. And you know, this is his first year here. Um, I think the objective is for me to get most of my chefs down here so I could keep coming down here. Hey, listen, it's I mean, a win-win for us, next right? Year it should be a, like a connect group. Dinner with Tiffany Faze on Forge, Nina, Michelle. I love it. Akhtar Nawab, like get a real nice little group going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Michelle, it's funny that you bring her up. You know, not only has she become a really, really close friend, she's, um, you know, obviously my wife's uh, mentor um, and, and role model, you know, you know, kind of in the, in the kitchen yeah. process. But her husband, David, um, you know, they kind of, just were at the house last week, you know, to come and visit the baby. Um, she was part of that five-year um, anniversary where we expanded the programming back in 2011, and she was a handful of chefs that we had included as part of that. Although she had been coming prior to that, you know, it was like, you know, we finally had a, a, a platform to be able to, to um, properly, you know, market, you know, chefs' involvement. Yeah. It's funny. So I, I remember us sitting down. God, man, it was probably six, seven years ago. We were in the city. I don't know where we were at. Some, American Cut, I think. No, it was before that. It was, we were down in, um, I don't oh, know. that food hall. West well, that food, well, we went man, to. I just remember looking at you saying, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right? Like, it was five years into this thing. I know how much of a grind it is. And I remember looking at you and be like, David, what are you doing this for? Right? And and I think I just remember, and, and this is the way I feel about events a lot of times, right, is they are one and done, right? And so the value prop that you can provide to a brand is really hard in a lot of ways, right? Versus, you know, again, you start getting sophisticated buyers, right, people that buy sponsorships for a living, and they start looking at ROI, and they start looking at numbers, and they start looking at reach. It's a challenge sometimes to ask them for money. But again, I think you've taken the right tactical approach where it's more than just numbers more than just reach but you've also started to focus on that right i mean focus on being able to yeah i mean so for us it's it, you know as for a number of years you know we were in the red you know and that's where i think it you know a lot of you that know was the time when i looked at you like 
the hell are you doing, dude? Hey, you know, truth be told, we're we're not necessarily far off from that today, right. 13 years later. But at least if we can break even and we did something that was really meaningful and we did something that was like, you know, I, I've often, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not a drug user at all, but I've often compared like the festival to an addiction to crack. You just, you, 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 you're doing it, you feel good, you're not doing it, you don't feel good, like you think about it all the time. And like to me, that's the, that's the biggest thing that, you know, is, uh, you know, What's up, like, guys? you know. And we got some, you know, our next uh, our next guest here, which is exciting. And so I'll actually say it while he's in the room. So I know he's heard it from me, uh, Chef Zach Bell. Um, Chef Zach Bell was the inspiration for the 2011 festival. Like he, I wanted to honor him. He was my, you know, my role model. Um, he That's pretty nice, like, Zach. You know, that's right. He's giving you one of those verbal. Yes. I mean, it's true. And then in that year, uh, Clay Conley, who's in the room, who just walked into the room, he had just opened up Bukan. It's uh, still to this day one of the most uh, well-regarded restaurants in the area, and uh, the most. I, I just was corrected. Um, I mean, your wife's in town. Better not say the best. Uh, but you the know, I, your wife is I, here too. Right? I definitely don't want to sleep on the couch. You know, so um, you know, my my wife uh, still is in the mix of there, and. Um, but, uh, you know, two huge advocates and supporters of the festival that, you know, make it possible today. So, right. yeah. Well, listen, I'm happy. These guys just walked in. Let's um, do it. Let's hand I over the mic. I appreciate you having me here. I appreciate you helping me get to these guys. Um, we're going to have a fun week, man. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Food Connected Podcast, recorded from the beautiful Palm Beach Food and Wine Festival at the Four Seasons Resort. As always, keep checking back for new episodes. And if you need to reach me for anything, please uh, send me an email at lsweet at theconnectgrp.com. Thank you and have a great day.